Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. Oh, that was kind of ma- like wet again, you know? Like, <laughs> hey, it's. <laughs> oh, God. And this is, I can explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you were too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is queeros. Queer <laughs> heroes. Yes. Yes. Okay, before we get started, going back to the mouth thing, uh-huh. Sean was making fun of me when we were taking pictures for our podcast Instagram. Oh, yeah, that was gross. <laughs> yeah, it's. If you want to follow us, Please do. <laughs> it's called <laughs> I Can Explain Podcast on Instagram. And you can follow us personally at Sean.Luskin at Brianne Williamson. So now that I got that plug in there, we'll go back to the story. Um, yeah, when I take pictures, apparently, my mouth makes sounds. Yeah. And I never noticed it before. And now I can't take a picture without realizing it. Like, you've you've ruined my life. Yeah. Like, I go from not smiling to smiling. And when I do it regularly during the day, it doesn't happen. But something about, I guess, my, like, phony picture smile. Absolutely. The way my lips move, it's like... And it's like it would be silent, and it would just be both of us, like no noises being made, no music, anything. And I would not be smiling, and then I would just hear, and I'm like, okay, guess we're smiling now. We're going from serious to smiling. Going to smile. I also realized that you have like one go-to pose as well. Oh, what is it? It's like it's like a like a like. Uh, like a look down. Yeah, and like a like it's like a, a like hand, a little like a hand up, like a like. <laughs> okay, you've ruined me. Yeah. I, there was a time where I literally did in every Instagram photo the exact same like head tilt smile, like the ex- ha- kind of half like smile thing. Right. And I didn't notice, and then someone called me out on it in the comments. And I I looked and I was like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. It's literally just a feed of the same, same. photo, but different days you, over and over. There's a lot of those though. On mine? No, no, on just the, like like a lot oh, yeah. of influencers. Well, because I think a lot of people they're like subconsciously that's your favorite way that your face looks or whatever totally. so out of like a hundred photos you're gonna pick that one yeah but then you pick the same angle every time there my there's not a single favorite direction that i like my face in <laughs> so i don't have a go-to move okay but i think i realized that like you're really good at looking like fake candid yeah and i i'm just like happy to be there so. <laughs> And you're just real and authentic, yeah. so. So I'm like, she's got it figured out. It's all about that wet mouth, baby. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. So queer. Yes. <laughs> now that we've gotten the important now stuff we've out, we'll talk out. about whatever this is. So yeah. when I pitched this, I oh, oh. the fuck. Sorry, it must be my mom because I don't have any other friends texting me. It must be. Yeah, it is my mom. <laughs> nice. Um, when I pitched this episode to Bree, she was like, oh, it's going to be one of those episodes that like I really need to research. Like, I need to look into like who my queer heroes are. Like, it's, right. give me like a few weeks. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But I also think that <laughs> for me, that's kind of the point of this episode is that when I think about queer heroes, queeros, it's hard for me to have someone or a group of people that my mind goes to first. Right. Which I think is kind of telling. And I think yeah. that's kind of part of this episode. Absolutely. Because, <laughs> like, I, I have to rack my brain for a hero of mine that is also queer. Right. So, do you think that's because there's, like, well, obviously there's a lack of representation, so there's just not as many that, like, might fit with you? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. But I also, I think a big part of it that I've kind of realized was I think that we were at, like, 
uh, I don't I feel like I'm gonna get red for this, but I feel <laughs> like we were at like kind of like a weird a weird stage of like the queer community. Yeah. Where like we didn't have a lot of like mainstream representation, not mm-hmm. a lot of TV characters, not a lot of any of that. But we also weren't like in the full fight. I know it's a constant fight, that's why I feel like I'm gonna yeah. get red for it. But we weren't in like Stonewall. Yeah. You know? Totally. <laughs> so and now I think that there's a lot more like people that are openly queer, like yeah. Sam Smith, like all these huge totally. icons. Yeah. That are kind of just like everyday household names. So I feel yeah. like we kind of fell in like a weird, like the, the late 90s was kind of a weird time for queeros. I agree because <laughs> I think that um, before our generation, it was like super underground and like very rare to feel comfortable to come out, especially if you're in the media. You know, a lot of people were like blacklisted for totally. coming out. Yeah. Um, you know, Ellen, perfect example. So we'll, we'll get back to her. Yeah, we'll get back to her. <laughs> um, so it's we that was our like past. Yeah. And then like I'd say the present right now, representation's getting so much better, and there's a lot of people that are coming out at the very start of their career, not even during their career. Yeah. Like right away, they're starting as an artist or as an actor, and they, you know, they're gay and they're out. And not to cut your thought off, but I also yeah. think that like the the um the coming out is so different. Like there's totally. so much um more freedom with it now. Yeah. Like people are coming out as non-binary, yes. like gender non-conforming. There's yeah. it's not just, oh, I'm coming out as gay, which mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of what it was. Right. Whereas I feel like we were in a weird place in the middle where I almost feel like there's not many people that represent me. Yeah. Because any of the people that were out when I was younger, were a a lot older, so mm-hmm. maybe like in their life, by the time they came out, it was later in their career, um, and a lot older. Whether it's like Elton John or Ellen, um, and then now with people coming out or that are you know these new stars that are already out at the start of the career, they're a lot younger than me. And it's like we're already de- yeah. decently developed people, right? Yeah, so we not we've, super developed. Yeah, so it's like weird to like. Not that I don't need someone to look up to. Yeah. But it's like, I almost like, I needed those people when I was like, it's a timing issue. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is the reason that a lot of people's queeros, if you will, are YouTubers. Because I think that was the one space in that gap. Absolutely. Where there was like the Tyler Oakleys um, and, um, you know, the LO Stephs that were out on the internet when it was missing. In mainstream media. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I, like, definitely agree with that. Yeah, totally. But it's also funny to think, like, I remember watching, like, Will and Grace with my mom. Mm -hmm. Not, like, it would be on and I would just be watching it. And as a kid, I didn't even process that Will was gay. Right. Because I wasn't picking up on a lot of it. Right. (laughs) But I would always see Jack and be like, oh, like, I don't want to be that gay you know right. yeah. <laughs> because it's like the representation that we had now i fucking love him yeah, but as totally. somebody who was not confident in my sexuality mm-hmm. i was afraid to be that outwardly gay yeah and like flamboyant exactly that was like my biggest feminine, fear now yeah. i'm like fuck that that's amazing he's like the best character well, karen's obviously the best character. yeah <laughs> but <laughs> now i'm queen. like is yeah. she my queer <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah kind of yeah definitely <laughs> and that's the thing is like i feel like my heroes are people that 
art. Queer, they're like people queer. that I've put my queerness on. Yeah, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah, they're just like iconic. Yeah, I think there's two categories of queeros. There are queer people that people look up to as other queer individuals, and then there's this like group that are just people that the gays have like unanimously decided are iconic. Gay icons. Yeah. 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 And it's like a lot of times. People are like confused by that because they're like, "What? Well, why? They're not gay." And it's like, I don't know. We all leached yeah, on. Yeah, it's all we have. Okay, <laughs> it's all we have. You know, like the Britney Spearses and the, um, like the Karens of Will and Grace. Absolutely. There's certain like iconic characters or celebrities that it's just like a collect- possible. Yes, <laughs> she it's, go to though. Yes, definitely she go. But there's like a collective understanding, like, oh, we will support them and back them, and we love them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I know it's interesting. Well, what's that uh oh god, every time. I was about to say what's that quote? <laughs> is is that actually what you're going to fucking say right now? Yeah. It was no, it's not quote? that quote. Not oh, don't that worry, quote. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what a gay icon says to you. Yeah. It's about how, how a gay feel. icon makes you feel, which is actually kind of true. Took the words right out of my mouth. I know. No, I was going to say the quote that um, where the gays go, the people will follow. Right. Da, 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 da. <laughs> follow. <laughs> Freeze quotes. Oh my God. When you leave me and this podcast, I'm going to start a podcast just called Freeze Quotes, and every episode is going to be me reading the same damn quote. No, it's just you reading quotes but there's no back and forth like it's just 45 minutes no other host no other content just reading quotes me discussing and reading quotes yeah no not even discussing just 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 reading just clean read breeze fucking quotes it's not breeze quotes and discussion (laughs) oh my god but yeah i think that's like true in a lot of ways especially when it comes to music media i find that a lot of like Artists are big in the queer community before they became become mainstream big. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, there's like, you know, even like artists like King Princess. Yeah. You know, a lot of queer people have known about her and been following her for ages. Yeah. And then now it's like more mainstream and more, everyone knows. Yeah. But it's like the gays know first. Yeah. And they like stand first. And I have a theory about that. I think it's because gay people, when they get behind have people... Have good taste. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. But when they get behind people, they're like not afraid to be obsessed with things. I, so think I think there's a word that you're missing out. Okay. And I think that word is relentless. <laughs> <laughs> yes. True. Like, yeah. we're going to make this person happen. Like, the but queers I, we- decide, and then they, like... I feel like they're not afraid to, like, pump it out, like, hardcore. Like, when it comes to, like, tweeting about them and following them and, like, reposting their stuff and, like, posting about their outfits and everything. They, like, stand super hard. Yeah. So it, like, creates self It creates this whole other world of promotion for that artist. We're just a nightmare. We are a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) It's a a gift and a curse Mm -hmm. is what it is. True. But, yeah, so I... I think that that is, like, a whole one component. But then going back to the component that's, like, queer people that are your heroes. Yeah. Um, Do you... 
I, I wanted to speak about this. Like, we discussed this a little bit before when Sean pitched this idea. And I thought it was kind of interesting. Whenever we, sound, whenever we say pitched, I literally feel like it sounds like it's you and I, like, in a boardroom, <laughs> opposite ends of a giant table with, like, with like PowerPoint presentations <laughs> behind us. To, to our team. Yeah. <laughs> pitching these other. new... <laughs> These new upcoming (laughs) ideas. No, it's literally usually about two minutes before we start recording. In this case, we've been talking about this one for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, Because Brie thought she needed planning. Yeah. (laughs) And then, of course, I looked nothing up and didn't plan whatsoever. Um, But we were discussing this idea, and we were talking about how we feel that queeros, because they are few and far in between and the representation is less, that when we have one, we expect them to uphold it for the entire community. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I think there's also a secondary side to that as well, though, that I feel like when people reach the status of, like, queeros, gay icons, people overlook other shitty things that they do. That's true. And I'm like, you can be someone's hero for... Being queer, I like having a good representation of, you know, mm-hmm. their personality, their sexuality, all these things. Yeah. But they can still be a garbage fucking person. Right. And I think a big, like, example of that, I don't think she's a garbage person, but I think, like, this whole drama with, like, Kim Petras. Yes. Kim Petras, however Petras, you... yeah. How she has become this gay icon queero like, for a lot of people. yeah. But at the same time, she has basically... Uh, come out and said that she is, like, against, or f- with Dr. Luke, against yes. Kesha. Right. And works with Dr. Luke all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many artists that do shitty things, yeah. but they've maintained this level. Mm-hmm. You know? It's right. like, people don't, people won't clock them for that because they're like, oh, well, but that's she, our... Because she's trans. Like, yeah. Like, she's she our did trans it. icons. Yeah. <laughs> and she did it. And yeah. she's, like, famous. So, like, in some ways, I feel like we're so starved for those queeros that once we have them, we want to... We don't want them to go away. Absolutely. And it's like, well, if we can't like her, then who can we like? Like, exactly. where's where's the replacement? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where... We're like, guess we have to stand Dr. Luke now. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Oh, God. Kidding. Fuck that dude. (laughs) Totally. But, yeah, I feel like that is one side of the coin. Yeah. And then the other side is, is I feel like since we have so few when it comes to representation, um... We get so angry when they aren't perfect. Yeah. So, like, the example, she was brought up a little earlier, Ellen DeGeneres. Mm. Yes. Is, <laughs> like, Ellen has undoubtedly, like, changed the entire media world when it comes to being out and queer. Absolutely. Like, like undeniably. Undeniably. Yeah. Like, she made that happen. Yeah. Um... She changed the whole game. And for so many people, she is the reason they come, uh, came out. She's the reason they feel okay. She is undeniably a queero to a lot of people. Oh, undeniably. Yeah. But so then when like something happens when she isn't this, especially I think especially with Ellen, because Ellen, her whole brand is about being like positive and this good person and like... Um, in a lot of ways, people like put her on this pedestal of being I'm perfect. Sorry, a what? <laughs> a I pedestal. You're looking for a pedestal. <laughs> it's kind of like a stool, and then you put someone yeah. on it. <laughs> 
if you haven't heard you get the a last... pedicure as well. <laughs> <laughs> For all of you that might just be tuning into this first episode, you really have to listen in order because we're going to say shit that, that unless you heard the last few, don't necessarily. I'll catch make you sense. up. Brie can't say words properly. One of those being pedestal. Brie has a lot of stupid quotes, and it's usually one stupid quote. <laughs> I think that covers all the inside jokes yeah, we've done so that's far. that's true. That's true. I think that's it. Um, but yeah, so I think be- because she's on her stool. Getting that pedicure. <laughs> um, and has presented and created this brand of being this like through and through good person that when she does like one little thing wrong even some people would argue like some of the stuff she's done are big things and that's fair too but even the littlest things she gets clocked for them right because it's like you can't do that because you're supposed to be perfect in every way and like you can't be grumpy towards someone or anything because ellen's all about like be kind every day and like be nice and be positive and you know even things with uh the george bush situation right so the whole internet clocked her for going to a i think it was football Uh, football Football? or baseball some sort of sport there was a sporting activity happening they were sporting and she was at the sporting and there were sports being sported exactly and george bush was there and they were clearly in some like vip area watching the game she did not attend the game with him, but his seat happened to be beside hers yeah. in this VIP area. And then there was media photos taken of them laughing together. Yeah. Right? Them having a, a gay old... Well, one of them was having a gay... <laughs> a gay and an old time. <laughs> yes. So they were having a gay old time. These pictures went viral on the internet, and everyone was clocking Ellen because they were saying that for her to sit next to someone who has done damaging things to the lgbtq plus community has voted against the lgbtq plus community um has dismissed the lgbtq plus community and the needs of the community um for her to just like be having a laugh with that person people clocked her for it yeah and on one hand i totally get that but on the other hand to me you have to understand that ellen is like 60 Mm -hmm. she grew up in an industry where she just had to smile and deal with these people around her that were super homophobic that has been her life and for a lot of um people that are lgbtq plus that are you know over the age of 30 that it had to be their life for safety right and i think that's really hard to unlearn so for her to all of a sudden be this person that's gonna like be this like outward um don't talk to me if you've ever done anything against the lgbtq plus community like that's not her yeah and like you can't expect that everyone is going to change the world in in the way you want them to yeah fair. right yeah so to me like she not she's done enough like i don't want to be like oh now she can not do anything but she does stuff every day in her own way right and just because she's not comfortable to say hey don't talk to me george bush at a at an event which seems like a pretty easy sentence to get out of <laughs> flows right off the top. No, i think that would come out pretty quickly for me <laughs> yeah agreed but also we're of a different generation where, where it's like we, we love to fight <laughs> but honestly we we put up with no bullshit right yeah. because like we're in a more um, safe world where we can stand up for ourselves and that most people do believe that people that are homophobic are on the wrong side of history. Yes. So you're gonna you're not worried about 
the backlash as much, yeah, right? Like, yeah. you know you're going to have people behind you and supporting you um, when you say to someone who's homophobic, I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah. But she grew up, and that was not the case. Like, she had to right. minimize and hide herself. See, but I think at the same time, this is not the direction that I thought this Ellen conversation was right. going to go. I think that she is also part of the latter category that we talked about, mm-hmm. in which she has become such a gay icon, a queer to people, that people almost let her get away with too much stuff as well. I'm right. not necessarily talking about the George Bush yeah. situation. Also, I kind of am, I guess. But, yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's, like, a lot of people that have come out... Right. Not as gay, for one. <laughs> um, um, a lot of, like, past employees, a lot of guests have come right. out and said that Ellen's not a good person. Right. And said that she's actually really cruel. Like, apparently it's, like, a pretty common knowledge in Hollywood that she's, yeah. like, not really always... Nice. And I get people yeah. have fucking off days. Like, yeah. every day is an off day for me. Yeah. But I'm, like, a lot of people have said that she's not this incredibly kind person that she's put on a pedestal being so and it's like a lot of people don't want to see that Mm -hmm. or don't want to accept that that could be a possibility because of this image she has of being kindness forward and totally uh like lesbian queen yeah and i i I don't. It's it's weird yeah. because it's like you don't. Do you cancel somebody for that? Not like I don't know. I know she's done some weird. good ass work, but also like don't be mean. I <laughs> like, know, and it's like someone like that. You need a hell of a lot more receipts almost because totally. it's like when you're invested in someone being this hero, it's really hard for you to take them off their stool. Yeah, absolutely. Because I want them up so, on that stool. It's, it's pretty tall as well. <laughs> <laughs> and but I will say, like I was kind of skeptical. I was like. Is she really that terrible? Yeah. But then, um, I don't know if you have ever seen it, but like, there's been some slip ups of hers. Okay. Where like she will be with a guest that like clearly is not like a big fan of hers, like uh, right. Dakota Johnson. Yes, I watched. Did that. you watch that? Oh my god! I was like, yes. she is taking nothing from her right now. Like, if you she... all haven't seen that, you need to Google that interview. It, it is, is something so else. essentially. Ellen has Dakota Johnson, yeah. 50 Shades of Grey girl, yeah. on her show and is talking about her, I think it's her birthday or yes. Christmas, I think it's birthday. birthday. And she goes, oh, I hear you had another birthday, like, I wasn't invited just like last year. And yeah. Dakota Johnson's like, you were. Like, yeah. I invited you. You got mad at me last year and I invited you. And she's like, yeah. no, I wasn't. And then from off screen her yeah. like manager or something's like you were <laughs> yeah it's like it's, it's it's so awkward like it's so cringe and you can tell that like she's kind of trying to be jokey but like there's some there's definite tension. passion behind oh it. yeah there's tension yeah yeah no i i totally get what you're saying but then on the other side of things like i know i totally <laughs> devil's is, advocate this episode is just ellen yeah <laughs> but like this ellen is, question mark yeah she's just a great example right totally. but on the other side of things like i don't know like, I'm a shitty person in a lot of ways. Like, you know, like, I can be, like, not I also the best. fucking hate when people don't invite me to their birthdays. So, like, <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> no, but, like, I, you know, do we expect someone to be, like, I don't, kind this all is, the time? I don't have a, I, it's not cut yeah. and dry. Yeah. What does that fucking sentence even mean? Well, it's a quote, you know, and it's. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, what does cut and dry mean? Cut and dry. 
that's one of those that once you start thinking about it, it makes less and less sense. It's not as cut as black and white. Sure. It's not yeah. as black and white. That makes sense. It to makes me. sense. It's one or the other. Yeah. Cut and dry. Cut and dry. Wouldn't it be wet and dry? <laughs> <laughs> or like cut and paste? <laughs> it's not just cut and yeah. It's not just cut and uncut. <laughs> That's a different <laughs> podcast episode, that's for sure. <laughs> oh I think we should God. start saying that, though. If this topic isn't as cut and uncut <laughs> as you would expect. Okay, so I have another example okay. of a really recent one. This just happened a couple days ago. So there is this um, ITV news anchor um, in the ITV? UK. It's a like station in the UK, okay. like a big one. Like I'm getting this information firsthand currently, yeah. so... So he, I'm forgetting his name right now, but you'll know who I'm talking about, or you can just look up ITV News Anchor and the whole information will be there. So he is on their like main, like biggest morning show. It would kind of be like America's like Regis and Kelly back in the day. Like Good Morning America. Yeah, Good Morning America. So like, you know, he's a household name in the UK. Okay. And he just recently, like within the last week, came out on air as being gay and he's like i think in his 60s yep and this goes back to speaking that we're like so desperate for representation and almost like i feel like we get really excited when someone like joins our team Mm -hmm. that's famous Mm -hmm. like when someone all of a sudden comes out that hasn't been out and all of a sudden they say in an interview oh yeah i'm open to all genders it's like that one sentence, the yeah. queer community is like, ah, oh my God, Alarms. they're with us. They like hit the panic button. Yeah, it like goes crazy, right? And all of a sudden everyone's like backing them and supporting them. And like we were talking about before, regardless of like who they are, it's just we're excited to have one more person represent representing us and being like, see, it's normal. Yeah, and yeah. like we're excited about a hero. So this guy came out on air. He First has... of all, obviously he's gay. That's so dramatic. <laughs> not like just a tweet no oh it's like a full interview and like the other host is like rubbing his back while he's doing it and like and he's like leaning forward you can look it up it's pretty dramatic it's very gay very gay yeah um anyways so the guy has kids and a wife of 27 years okay so obviously before coming out he spoke to his wife about yeah She's watching. She's, <laughs> She's like, oh my fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately, obviously, the whole internet is like applauding him and like, oh my gosh, you're so amazing. And like, what a brave thing to do. Yeah. And then there was a small portion of the internet that, you know, probably some people that are homophobic and they're trying to kind of get mad about it and saying, oh, like, what an asshole to do this to his wife. Right. And it's like, well, he's gay. He's not doing this to yeah. his wife. He's like, not doing his wife. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> like, he's telling his truth, yeah. right? Yeah. So I was, like, really pissed off at that, like, small group of people. And I'm like, you don't understand until you're queer and the pressures of coming out and not coming out, especially in his generation. And also how we've talked about that you can have love for someone you know it's not like he was lying the whole time absolutely not um so that was kind of the conversation a few days ago online and of course immediately all these people that probably didn't even know who he was before including myself like i literally did not know who this guy was still me (laughs) are like backing him online and like you know standing him for coming out and being brave and courageous then yesterday or today it comes out online that apparently, 
and I haven't seen proof, but apparently... In the interview, he talks about how he just finally had to do it because it's the right time. Right. Apparently, he was being blackmailed because he's been having an affair with someone who he hired to be on the show who is in his, like, 20s. Wild. And has been having this affair for, like, five years. And I guess they... I don't know if he fired him or, like, something happened. And apparently, this guy was threatening... Five years into 15? So, literally, so this is the whole issue. Okay. (laughs) So, then he's, like, talking, and once again, this this 20-something-year-old, his name is Matthew, um, hasn't said this himself. Yeah. But this is, like, now coming out, that media, either, either this Matthew guy was going to the media, or media, like, someone on the show... Picked up on... Picked up on it and took it to the media, and basically he was, like, gonna be outed about this affair, so he had to come out. Right. So that was the first part of the different story. Then, of course, the internet gets digging. If the internet gets digging, they subtract five. (laughs) (laughs) It took a few days, but we got there. Got there. (laughs) So apparently, this man followed this at that time teenager on Twitter when the guy was fifteen, and he was like an actor in the UK. So apparently, at fifteen, he starts following him on Twitter. Okay, so he follows him on Twitter. There's a tweet from that year when the guy was 15 saying, oh my gosh, thank you for following me at blah, 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 blah. Right. So there's like the receipt with the date. Then apparently the guy hired him when he was like 17 or 18 to work on his show. Right. Okay. So they know that, okay, now he's working on the show at 17 or 18. Yeah. Now the guy's like, Early to mid twenties, probably eighteen. I would assume. Okay. So now he's in his mid twenties. So obviously, a lot of the people are arguing. Oh well, if he started seeing when he was eighteen, like yes, it's a major age gap, but it's still an age of consent. But then a lot of people are like, but then he was clearly grooming him. Absolutely. Before totally. Also, position of power messes with consent because this kid was like wanting to be an actor and wanting to be involved in totally. Well, I think that's that's. Uh, a visualization of that is the first fucking tweet. Well, exactly. <laughs> so he's like, oh my God, you're following me. And then this guy's like, hey, I can give you a job at my TV show. And oh. then they start this like affair. Right. So there's still this huge group of people. And I'm I'm not going either way. Cause, like I haven't seen actual like receipts, but bes- whatever, besides that tweet. So I don't know, obviously, the full story. I'm sure nobody knows the actual true full story yet. Yeah. Um, or maybe people never will. But there's still this huge group of LGBTQ plus people defending this guy that probably they didn't even know before. Yeah. Because it was this big, brave moment in the UK to come out. And obviously, when someone comes out, it does help people. It does change lives. It's like, hey, mom and dad, your favorite talk show host, he just came out as gay. Yeah. And you love him. So this is going to help me come out. So people want to cling to that. But then this other now bigger group of people and the growing group is saying it's fucked up that just because... It's a, he's coming out as gay. You're turning the blind eye to the fact that he could be a fucking pedophile. Exactly. And like a groomer. And like also having an affair on his wife and all these other things. Yeah. And the person's younger than his own kids and all these things. So it's like talking about how if he were 
heterosexual and got found out that he was dating a female um, employee for seven years. It'd be a lot harder to defend him because you're not saying, oh, he was so brave for coming out. Exactly. It would be the, the... you know, the articles would be saying, oh, my God, this asshole gave up 27 years of marriage to be with this new young model who he hired at 18. And what a creep. But because you throw gay into it, then people are like kind of right. forgetting about that and defending him. Yeah. So it's I don't know what the right answer is, because I I understand as a person who is queer, the pressures of having to hide that yeah and i know when i came out there was a lot of um feeling that i had lied to a lot of people yeah because you know even when people like guessed i was gay or like would be like oh you made it with the girls at party do you like girls i'd be like no oh my god no like ew (laughs) and i felt like i was like hiding myself but also like lying straight up to people yeah and like I had girlfriends that I hid and lied about, that I wasn't dating them, and all these things. So I I get it in a different sense than a heterosexual person having a heterosexual affair. I get that there are differences because he would have a mass amount of pressure on him to be hiding that he was gay. So I understand right. but that, that, that is affair. immediately bulldozed. Exactly. By... With the age and the power totally. and the everything else. It would be different if he it was an affair with somebody his own fucking age. Yeah. yeah. Like if the guy was, you know, whatever, 30, 40, 50, he just he met him and whatever. Um, but an employee who he hired at 18 followed on Twitter on 15, at 15. No. Like, that takes away from that. So, but I, but it's a shame. Not, not even, like, takes away. That, no, like, no. That, like, abolishes. Gets, yeah, gets yeah. rid of that. Yeah. But it's a shame because then it's like, even me, like, while reading this, I was, like, so fucking bummed because I was like, oh, fuck. That was, like, a really big moment for the LGBTQ plus community in the UK. And now, like, fuck you, man. Like, and there's also, like, this is, like, such, it's like, I don't, I feel like disgusting, I like uttering these words. Yes. But there was something in the news about it recently that I, like, saw. I don't, mm-hmm. I, and somebody was saying, some, like, pedophile was saying that they wanted to be part of the, like, LGBTQ oh, community. God, yeah. And I'm like, that, the fact that, like, like, those, it shouldn't be getting any fucking closer. No. Like, that's so disgusting. It's that, so like, gross. Yeah. Ugh. That makes me, like, viscerally angry. I know. Yeah. So it's just, like, there is, it's just such a shame because I think it goes back to, as LGBTQ plus people, we are desperate for representation. And representation is so important. It literally changes and saves lives. And I, I think that's the reason that when people are like, you know, outside of the LGBTQ plus community, when they're like, Oh God, why do they need more representation? Like they already have Ellen. They already have, you know, Elton John. They already have Sam Smith. Now shut up, take your people. But what they don't realize is like, we can't just have one. Yeah. <laughs> like also everyone's not gonna connect with one person. Like whether they're a good person, bad person, whatever it and is. And like I see it, I like it, I want it. I, you know, <laughs> I got I, it. I got it. So give me <laughs> give more. Give me more, yeah. bitch. Yeah, no. So it's and it's the way I describe it is like it would be like giving 
if you're a straight person listening, giving you one rom-com. Like, just pick one, and that's the only rom-com that's ever and been made for the straights. not even a straight. good one. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't have a good one. It's like no. Friends with Benefits or something, not yeah. The Notebook. <laughs> okay, like we're... 50 First Dates or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the only rom-com or love story you've ever seen portrayed of a heterosexual couple. Yeah. And then, but you have it, so... Like you it. have it. There. You've got it. And, yeah. like, you have to like that movie because that's the one you get. And you and can't you complain about needing more. One. Yeah, you got one. Like, yeah. shut up. Yeah. That's what people are like with, like, you know, Love, Simon. They're like, well, there was Love, Simon. You had a fucking Ferris wheel. What more do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Just watch that for the rest yeah. of your goddamn life. Okay, to pivot, though. Yeah. We all... We've talked about how, like, if you're a queero, sometimes you're put on that pedestal, yeah. and it's hard to take you off, blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. But I also think, at the same time, we, as a community, for the most part, are pretty good at policing our icons. Yeah. Like, we do expect a lot from them, as we've said. Yeah. But for me, a big thing was that... So, I don't, I don't know if people that are not Canadian will have any idea yeah. what I'm talking about. But earlier this year, what like fuck, how many like November or something? Okay, yeah. Um, there's a Canadian f- f- hockey <laughs> legend. Okay, was a hockey player. Now has a <laughs> hockey show. Okay, Don yeah. Cherry. Yeah. Um, on his like, what is it called? Like a ho- hockey report? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> fuck, I don't sport guys. <laughs> Okay, so what I'm getting from this is a sports thing happening on a sports thing. Uh, Yes. Okay. Sportsman had sports show. And when sportsman was talking on sports show, sportsman said problematic things about immigrants. Okay, yes. John Cherry. Yeah. Yeah. I said his name already. Oh, okay. (laughs) I just blacked out. Like sportman, yeah. (laughs) So Don Cherry said problematic comments about immigrants Mm -hmm. and a lot of straight people yeah so he got fired because of these comments and these are not the the first problematic comments that he's had by the way he's a very problematic person (laughs) but all these straight people were like horrified yeah that their icon was fired and how it's so unfair and he's a (laughs) hero he's a canadian hero yeah and i was like okay sometimes we let our gay icons get away with some stuff yes but like that we never i don't think do it that fucking far no like i was like the fact that and i had this conversation with my dad my dad hated don cherry like not hated but like was annoyed by him so it was easier to have this conversation my boyfriend loved don cherry Really? was fine with him getting fired but yeah i was saying that he is one of those people when i was growing up uh-huh. i was scared that my dad would be that kind of man oh you know yeah. like i would see him in his sports show mm-hmm. sportsman at the sports show yeah. he's so aggressive he would be calling the athletes sissies and right. they need to try harder or they're too feminine like all these things yeah so i in my mind had it like made out that like this is just like what like sportsmen are yeah <laughs> you know? yeah like men that like sports like your dad are, that, have that, these opinions exactly and like when he got fired like it was such like a fucking shock to the system and yeah. i'm like i don't like i i was always uncomfortable at this man yeah even as a kid right and i couldn't really put words to it yeah but i was like 
even as a kid, I knew that you like hated everything that I felt like I was. Right. That's so sad. That breaks my heart. Isn't that weird? But I was like, it's so shocking to me that everybody's like, I can't believe they did this to this man. I'm like, he's not a good person. Right. They're just giving passes. He's never been a good person. Yes. He was an athlete, and then he had a show, and some tacky fucking suits. Oh my god. He wasn't a good person. He like I just I love this Don Jerry Hate episode. I hated him. I always and it's funny because I do you think I thought about Don Cherry a lot in my life? No. Every single time I saw him though, I was like, I hate him and I can't figure out why. Yeah. And then he got fired and I was like, oh yeah, I think I always sensed that he was not a good person. You just always felt it. Yeah. But it's so wild to me that like this entire sports community couldn't Except that maybe their hero was not a great person. Right. And maybe you can enjoy the entertainment and the tacky suits he gave you, but that doesn't mean that, that he's he... automatically given a pass. Yeah. He's also like 80 or something. And I'm like, <laughs> obviously, he has different worldviews. Views, How yeah. did you let it go on that? Obviously, he was going to say something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> He's a white man with a fake tan and ugly suits. Like, it was coming. (laughs) It was coming. It's so true. Yeah, but I don't know. It was just wild to Mm -hmm. me that people couldn't just accept that. Oh, yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of um, examples of that, like that football player that got caught. um, Sportsman. Sportsman. There's a sportsman doing sports things, but he was also doing dog fights. Oh, yeah. Michael. Or fucking Aaron Hernandez recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, God, Donald Trump. Like, there's so many that it's like, I do think that as a community, we are better at, like, it, it goes both ways. We're better at... Asking these queeros to uphold a certain standard, but also sometimes I think we're a little too harsh on people. Yes. Because we want them to be, like, our perfect representation because they're, like, all we have. Yeah. So it's like, you cannot fuck this up, but there are certain things that I think we would let slide if they were not LGBTQ+. Totally. Like... I do think that LGBTQ plus people are held to a different standard because it's like, okay, because you're gay, you also have to be like super woke on everything else. And you have to be like the best person ever because you're representing us. Mm -hmm. And I get people wanting that. But I think there's a lot of things that other celebrities, like even like gay icons that are not queer, that gay people love, um, that you know, say problematic things or whatever it is. And it's like, okay, but whatever. They're not part of the LGBTQ plus community. We just like love their outfits. So we're going to let that slide. But then as soon as they identify themselves as part of the LGBTQ plus community, it's a different standard. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of people, like, for example, if Britney Spears was at that football game and laughing with George Bush, the LGBTQ plus community, which first of all, she would have been. Um, second of all, uh, the LGBTQ plus community would not have come for her oh, about yeah. it. And They'd be like free Britney. Yeah, like come on. They would not have come for her about it. And you know, arguably because she is such a gay icon, she should she should still know those things. Like so many yeah. of her fans are gay, they give her all the support. So she should stand up for those things. But she's you know, like she, she wouldn't be held to that same standard yeah. just because she's not LGBTQ. Yeah. But you know, so it's it's it's, it's 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 just like hard in some ways because you don't want to take away from people who are doing great things for the LGBTQ plus community because you're being too harsh on them. 
But I also like that we have a certain standard Don't have, for people. hopefully, Don Cherries. Yes. Or Aaron Hernandez's. <laughs> and I think there's something to be said for, we, you know, you kind of said it at the beginning, but just because you're LGBTQ+, doesn't mean you're a good person. No, exactly. And there are... I think there is a problem because as soon as someone is LGBTQ+, to a lot of the world, that becomes their main describing factor. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this on the podcast before, that a lot of people, if someone was like, oh, your friend Brie, like, what's she all about? They'd probably be like, oh, well, she's gay. And and then they'd maybe say a couple other things. But it would probably be a big part of my describing factor. Yeah. Right? They're, oh, she's a lesbian and plus this and annoying. does this. <laughs> <laughs> they might actually start with that. <laughs> yeah. Annoying, also a lesbian. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I got... When you said annoying, I knew the one. I knew the, <laughs> Didn't need any didn't more need description. <laughs> um, so we've talked about that before. And in some ways, like, you know, you wear it as a badge. It's like, I get it. And, like, I fought for that to be out and part of my describing factor. But then sometimes it's really frustrating because it's like, I am so many more things than that. Yeah. So we've talked about that in a positive way before. But that's also true for people that are shitty. Like, just because you're gay does not mean you're a good person. Totally. Like, that Trust just happens. so many of them. <laughs> that is literally your sexuality. It's not who you are yeah. as a person. You can't also use that as your get out of jail card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people try to. Yeah. And then, yeah. Did you watch the Aaron Hernandez documentary? Yes, I did. Was it just, like, I was like, that is so insane to me. I think also, crazy. like, I think murder is usually where, like, the queer community would draw a pretty heavy <laughs> line as well, you know? Like, the fact that he had, like, fans being like, he didn't do it! He's really good at football! <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I literally was like, imagine imagine watching that documentary and seeing your fucking dumbass, like, being Oh, there was signs. Yeah. Like... I just, I still want to fight Don Cherry. I know. I'm like, the fact that somebody is literally like, ha ha, sports, funny sportsman made me laugh. (laughs) Funny sportsman is great. (laughs) You know what I love? I love how much you hate Don Cherry. I'm going to kick his ass. He's 82, I I've could. never seen you. We've talked about a lot of things in this podcast, and I don't think I've ever felt, like, this passion. Also, like, you know that I'm just, like, a minimalist. Yes. So, like, just the suits alone. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just the suits enough. alone. We're enough for you to cancel. Just enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, well, on that note uh wherever you are listening please follow or subscribe it really really helps us out um seriously it's like one of the best things you can do besides sharing this podcast with your friends and following us on social media on instagram at i can explain podcast and, and sending just like loose bundles of cash. oh that too that would be really great yeah <laughs> and personally at sean.lusk and at brianne williamson you can slide into our dms to get our paypal information <laughs> Or address if you wanted to send mail. like <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah. Whatever's easiest. Um, and please also give us a five-star rating. Oh, five. Five. Oh, my gosh. Before we go, I have something so funny to don't tell you. Don't tell me that. No, no, don't worry. There's oh, another four-star. I was like, bye. <laughs> Almost just ruined <laughs> Sean's entire month. I have something so funny to tell you. Another four-star. <laughs> I was at a hockey game the other day, you know, doing sporty things. Yeah, sporting. So sporty, yeah. Sports girl. <laughs> yeah. And um, someone stopped me in the concourse and was like, oh, my gosh, I listened to your podcast. Oh, okay. And so that was really cute and really cool. And I chatted with them for a bit. And they were like, say hey to Sean. Like, I love you guys. I listen to every episode. And we were just talking for a little while. And then she's like, oh, and I gave you guys a review. Don't worry. Not four star. (laughs) 
<laughs> I love that we've just struck fear into yeah. people's hearts. Like, don't worry. Yeah. I gave you a five-star review. <laughs> you were like, good. <laughs> I think she was like concerned I was gonna like ask her for receipts. Like, we'll pull was it, it you? <laughs> Were you the four star? I pull out my flashlight and yeah. start interrogating. Wouldn't put it past you. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, um, thank you so much to everyone who has reviewed. We read them all, we love them. Um, we'd really appreciate you reviewing. If you haven't, it takes two seconds and literally makes our day. And until next time, we will see you around around the the neighborhood. Unless you're Don Cherry. (laughs) (laughs) 